Thank you for tuning in to the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast, where we empower, educate, and inspire mothers and sons to recognize, understand, and free themselves from difficult mother-son relationships. More on this podcast content can be found in Dr. Leslie's book entitled The Selfish Mother's Survival Guide. And you can get your copy today on Amazon. If you need to renew your mind, then you are in the right place. And now your host and mindset coach, Dr. Leslie. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Dr. Leslie Inspires podcast, where we educate, inspire, and empower women who are trying to transform their relationship with their sons. So go ahead and call a friend right now, call somebody who might need to hear what my guest has to say today, because he is now a man and he wants to tell you how he feels. And you know, a lot of men don't do that. So he is a young growing man and I have watched him from a boy to now becoming a man. And I'm interested, people, I'm interested to hear what he has to say. So before we get started, let's go ahead and pray. And I'm gonna ask my special guest, Travel Anderson to please start us off in prayer. Okay, bow your heads. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you as humble as I can to pray that everyone's week is going going good and that everyone is having a good day and an amazing week. And I continue to pray for the people that are going through tough times and rough times. And I pray that, you know, things get better for them financially and things get stable for them. And I want to pray for the people that currently are not able to be financially stable or people that are living out in the, on the streets. I pray that, you know, they find somewhere, you know, safe and safe enough for them to be able to lay their head. And I want to pray for the kids that are in school right now. You know, it's becoming, it's starting to become, you know, finals and tests and all that stuff. And report cards and stuff are about to come out. And I want to pray that everyone has good grades and that everyone, you know, behavior is good in school. And I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you. So, Mr. Anderson, as I prepare to ask you questions, I would like to get your feedback as a result of a conversation that I had with someone yesterday. They were talking about things and they were saying, I don't know why I felt this way. I don't know why I'm talking like this because I've never talked. I've never let this out. And so I said, well, you're becoming older now and you think more because when you were younger, you couldn't really articulate how you felt. But now as you're aging, you're able to talk more about how you feel. And so I just want to bring that question and comment to you. As a young boy, you felt a certain way when your mother yelled at you. And now that you're older, I don't know if your mom still yells at you, but I want to talk about the topic of yelling because that seems to be a hot topic in the conversation or in the realm of mother-son relationships. So I really would like to hear your take on how you felt as much as you can think or remember 
how you felt when you were younger and your mom yelled at you. Okay, man. Okay, um, let's see. So I could, as far as I can remember, you know, being young at the age I was and, you know, having to deal with, you know, a mom when she yells and for something to get done or if, you know, the house isn't clean or room isn't clean or chores aren't done and things like that. You know, being a kid, you would find that stressful. You would find that, you know, aggravating, irritating. And you would always say, oh, my gosh, I'm ready to grow up. Oh, my gosh, I'm, you know, I'm ready to be an adult. And, you know, things like that. You know, as you as you get older, you start to realize, you know, when your mom yells at you, all she's doing is just, you know, trying to prepare you for what the real world is like. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to, you know, whenever you're working, you're going to get, there's going to be times where you get yelled at by your boss. You know, if you're not doing something correctly, you're going to get yelled at. You know, there's people out here that's going to constantly yell at you and, you know, for things to get done the correct way. If you, if you have a wife or something like that, you know, your wife could be, she could be yelling at you. It could be an argument, you know, just, it doesn't like, you know, any, it, it doesn't matter what it is, you know, yelling is yelling is going to happen especially by a woman you know no matter how irritating or painful it gets you know you wouldn't ever want to you know raise your voice or yell back or talk back to a woman or make her feel as if you're going to abuse her or something like that because you know majority of women out here whenever they're arguing with either their kids you know young adults and or husband or something like that they tend to think whenever they raise their voice that scares them because they never saw that side of them the same it's, it's almost the same as with kids or young adult young adults that are still living in their parents' houses you know you talk back to them they're going to find that disrespectful they're not going to want to tolerate it anymore and it's probably going to leave you either kicked out or on punishment or you're probably going to get your devices taken your you know, game console or just, you know, something like that. So me being a kid, it was, it was stressful and it was hard for me. And I dealt with the best way I can. And, you know, I didn't talk back. All I said was, yes, ma'am. And I got it done. And I recommend that the young men that are still growing up or the young adults that are kids and that are about to become into adulthood, you start, start respecting and paying attention to stuff like that. So I know. Go there. But um, yeah. So when you were a kid or younger, what what age do we classify as a kid for this these circumstances? You could say 10, 10 and younger. Ten and younger. Okay. So, what would you say the thought process of a thirteen to eighteen year old is? Let's say thirteen to seventeen. Okay. Thirteen to seventeen, because eighteen. He may go off to college somewhere and he'll find out some new things. But so from 13 to 17, what is his thought process? Yelling, 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 yelling. Okay, so I'm going to put it this way. Say that you're sleeping in bed or, you you know, you have nothing to do with the weekend and you just want to enjoy your weekend or relax or something like that. Because I, I went through this a lot. And I would like, whenever I hear my mom yelling, I'm already knowing to get up and, you know, go see what it is that needs to be done. Don't have an attitude. Don't talk back. Just don't do any of that. So for 13, 13 or 17 year old in between those ages or that range and in, in their minds, they would be thinking, Oh, I'm, I'm ready to move out. Oh, 
I'm like, I'm planning on running away and just things like that, even though it's not actually going to happen. But, you know, majority, majority of the time it does. And kids end up going missing because they feel a way about something their their parent has to say or their mom. Mm. And they're just ready to get on, get on with life or just, you know, get from, get from, out, just, just run away and get from, from the problems that their mom is causing or, you know, the irritation and just things like that. Because mm-hmm. believe it or not, when you're around that age, that age range where you're just hitting a teenager and you're, you know, your mom is constantly yelling at you or you're constantly having to, the, you know, debate and try not to talk back with your mom. And it just, it keeps getting harder and harder and harder. I'm pretty sure you're going to, you're going to want, you're going to feel as if you need to run away or you're going to feel as if you need to, you know, just leave whenever you get ready knowing that it's not, it's not going to be that easy for anyone, you know, mm-hmm. just because believe it or not, nobody's, nobody is prepared for the the real world. Nobody knows what's going to go on. Nobody's no, nobody knows what's going to happen in life. So I recommend that, you know, you just, you just, you know, maybe need to deal with it. It don't matter how hard it get at the end of the day, it's your mom. And you're going to want to respect her because she's always going to be there. Unlike, you know, having a girlfriend or, you know, just anything like that. Your girlfriend is not always guaranteed to be with you forever, but your mom is, you know, your parents are. That, that doesn't just go for moms. It goes for dads too. It, it can get stressful. It can get hard. It's just, you just, you know, have to find your own way of to cope with it or you know, deal with it. And, you know, a way that'll make it, a way that it'll make it as comfortable for you. And so that it won't be, so that it wouldn't be stressful if you understand what I'm saying. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. So coping mechanisms for yelling. So I would say staring straight with no no expression on the face. Would you say that's that's one to make sure it doesn't look like you got an attitude? Is that a strategy? It's for me that's a yes and a no. And I say no because it depends on it depends on, you know, what the issue is and why your mom is yelling cuz you could be looking her dead in her eyes and she she may feel as if, you know, you're you're just disrespecting her and she's going to take it as that way because you're just sitting there just looking at her in her eyes and not saying anything just listen to her talk so of course she's gonna you know think that you're disrespecting her in you know any type of way and that is one way that you know your parent your mom could see you as being disrespectful and i say yes because you know what if you're looking somebody directly in the eye and you know you're saying yes ma'am and or yes sir and they're talking to you yelling that's just that's that's another sign of respect and you know that you're listening and you know yeah so for me that's that's a yes and a no it can go either way so mm, yeah yes depending on the situation because it can be you staring me in my face looking at me like you want to do something or yes ma'am that's it looking at no. me like you crazy like you okay let me check yeah so I agree <laughs> I agree that's a good answer. So then what about, yes, ma'am, yes, yes, yes. What kind of response? Uh, <laughs> that's like the same thing. I would say that's the same thing because then again, if it was, if, for me, it's a yes and a no. And I say no because you could be you could be sitting there staring your mom dead in the eye and you could be saying yes, ma'am. Yes, yes, ma'am. And they'll still they will still think that's also being disrespectful. <laughs> and again, it could be a yes because that's a sign of respect. 
if you're saying yes, ma'am, or yes, sir, or no, ma'am, or no, ma'am, I mean, no, no, ma'am, or no, sir, that's a sign of respect. And it, it, like I said, it depends on the situation. So, yeah. yeah. So do you think it depends on the mood that the mother might be in, whether those two strategies will work or not? Uh, if she's having a hard day, the yes, ma'am, may be good today. If you're, if she is having an okay day, staring straight in the face may be okay, but tomorrow it's not okay. Yeah, I, I would, I would definitely say that that's, um, it, it definitely depends on the mood also as well. <laughs> so what about your mood? Does the mood of the male or the son matter or he just needs to like suck it up and try to figure it out? Does his mood matter? Does he have a choice in the matter to even have a mood? Honestly, no. And I say that because, I mean, if you're if you're a mom and you're trying to raise your son to be the best man as he can be, then you're going to you're going to you're going to have to deal with that in life. You know, you're, it's going to be days where you don't want to wake up and you just want to lay in bed all day. There's going to be days where you don't feel like doing anything. You just feel like, you know, you just feel like everybody's just disrespecting you or you don't feel like taking no type of crap from anybody. Um, it's going to be days where, you know. You're just gonna feel like you know it's it's the best, like you're in the best mood. And I mean, it just it depends. But either way it goes, you can't you really can't get mad at your mom because all she's doing is trying to prepare you for the real world and raise you to be the best young man that you can be. And you know, so that you know you'll 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 have the life that you want. You'll be a you know you'll be a good a good husband. You'll be a, an amazing son, great son. You know, and you know just things like that. So if I had to say you know, it does, you, you shouldn't really, you know, have to have a mood depending on, you know, cause, okay. Let me put it this way. You're living under your mom's roof. She's paying all the bills. Oh, oh, oh hold up, hold up. You hit a button right there. Can you please say that again? Uh, you're living under her roof. She's paying all the, she's oh, paying all oh, the bills. I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, we got to rewind that again. Cause there are some people that I know don't quite understand that, that a mother may want to replay your words. Could you please say that one more time? Okay, sorry. Uh, you're living under her roof and she's paying all the bills. Mm. Mm. And, um, you know, there's no father around to take care of all the bills. So, you know, it's definitely, it's definitely up to her, you know, to make whatever decisions that, you know, that needs to be made. And, you know, you're living, like I said, you're living under her roof. She's paying all the bills. So you shouldn't really, you know, need to feel a way. You shouldn't really need to have a mood towards that. Cause I mean, you know, if your dad is not around, then, you know, you're not, you're not able to help, you know, she's doing the best she can to raise the kids that she's trying to raise with, you know, as much help she, as she can, you know, majority of these parents out here raise, raise kids, you know, themselves. It's just it's a mother and she plays a role as the mother and the father figure in the home. And, you know, that's that's what my mom. That's what my mom does, because, I mean, you know, speaking from speaking from experience, my dad isn't he's he's not really around. You know, he doesn't live in the home or my mom and him don't have a relationship or anything like that. So my mom is I'm like, I'm living with my mom full time and she's paying all the bills. She's making sure we eat. She's making sure we have clothes on our back, you know, things like that. And, you know, that's that's what a mother does, you know, when there's no father around and it's just her, you know, and she's on her own. So, mm -hmm. you know, you shouldn't you shouldn't 
feel a way about, you know, how she yells and all that stuff. If you're not paying the bills or if you're not helping out with anything, you're just pretty much just, you know, living in her house under her roof, eating her, you know, her food that she pays for to make sure that you eat. So, you know, it's, yeah. So. Yeah. Wow. 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 Amen. Well, you know what? I, I think we're going to drop the mic right there because that was powerful and it summed everything up perfectly. So, Mr. Travell, I thank you so much for being my guest on today. I think you have empowered. I think you have inspired. And I think you have educated many mothers on today. So from them to you, I say thank you. So you. you you opened us up in prayer. Can you go ahead and close us out in prayer? Yes, ma'am. Bow your heads. So I want to, um, you know, go ahead and close the evening out with a, a nice prayer. I, you know, I pray that everyone is, you know, in a good situation. Everyone is not going through rough times and they're financially stable parents are able to feed their kids and make sure clothes are on their back and a roof over their head. You know, I pray that the relationships with mothers and her and their sons get a lot better for the ones that are, you know, that are not, you know, good at all. And I just want to say, I say these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Trey. Until we meet again, talk soon. Be blessed. loved this episode. If that sounds like you, please consider helping someone else by rating, reviewing, and following the show. This helps us support more mothers and sons and move them toward the peace of mind they desire. And if you want to be a part of the DLI community, send us an email at info at drlesleyinspires.com and be sure to include your name and email address so that we can add you to our email list for updates. For additional resources, you can visit our website at www.drlesleyinspires.com.